Hey ladies, and maybe gentlemen too, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Trisha Stefankowitz, registered dietitian, nutritionist. On today's episode, our Health Tip Tuesday, we are going to spend a tiny bit of time talking about this concept of all foods fit. We've talked a lot about this throughout the um, the course of the podcast, so I just want to re-emphasize a little bit about this idea. Before we start the episode, I want to make an exciting announcement. I have been trying to figure out how to really support you all as we head on into the holiday season. It's something that I've been thinking about for a long time, and I, I couldn't quite figure out what I wanted to do. So what I decided to do would be... I would have um, this idea of having six Sundays from Thanksgiving to New Year. So the first Sunday would be 1128, the day after Thanksgiving, or the, the not the day after, the, the days following Thanksgiving, and then ending the day after New Year's Day, so that's six Sundays, that I wanted to have a Zoom call with you, with just a group of you or whomever wants to be part of it, that it would be a Zoom call for 30 minutes. So The goal of this 30 minutes on Sundays would be a way to help support you through this holiday season. It's totally free. It is just essentially that you would log into Zoom and that you would be with people just like you who want to set goals for the upcoming week and to create a foundation so that you feel like as the new year approaches, you have some kind of understanding of what you want and how you're going to make that happen. In this 30 minute you know, um, Zoom call, it's typically probably going to be me prompting you, but you can certainly do whatever it is that you need to do for the week. I tend to typically meal prep and plan my week about what I want to do, things I want to achieve, what goals I want to do on Sunday morning. So I figured that we could do it together because I think it's always fun to do things together. Um, and I'm doing it anyway, so why not have you all join me? So during this time, it would be on Sunday mornings from, you know, 11.28 ending on 1.2. And it's basically a 30-minute Zoom call for all of you to join. And it is a time that you can do whatever you want during that 30 minutes. It could be you can meal plan or prep like I'll be doing. You can be setting smart goals for the week like I'm doing. You can have a journal or think about what you want to achieve this week or have a gratitude journal. You could just do whatever you want during that 30 minutes, but you have the accountability of being logged into Zoom. It's just a time that you have 30 minutes for yourself that you can do whatever it is you need to do to practice self-care and it's a time that you can be really deliberate and intentional with that 30 minutes giving you whatever you need that week. It's a way that you can show up for yourself so that no matter what the week turns out to be for you, you know that you've made that commitment to yourself for 30 minutes that particular Sunday from 10 a.m. to 10.30 So the goal is that after the six weeks, you have six weeks under your belt for the foundation of a new behavior that you want to achieve for the new year. So, and it's actionable because you're going to be sitting there doing whatever it is you want to be doing, but also you will have the support of me being there and you will have the support of anybody else that has shown up into that particular Zoom call. 
Now, I decided to do a Zoom call because on Facebook and Instagram, I feel like there's not a lot of engagement with other members. And the goal of all of this is to create a community for for all of us that we feel like we have other people that have and want to accomplish the same things that we do when it comes to our health, wellness, and self-care. So in order to get the Zoom link, you'd probably just have to either go to my website, which is um, trishard.com. And you'd probably have to sign up for the freebie there and I would get your email address. You could email me at info at or you can follow me on Instagram. Um, I am there at Whole Health Empower. And so you could just send me a, a direct message and let me know that you want the link and for sure you would have it. If you're already in my Facebook group, I will attach the link. Um, and if you're already on my email list, I will be sending out an email about it in the upcoming week. So I hope that you join me. I think it will be really fun and I think it'll be a, a place to support each other when we need it the most. And you know, this community is primarily women, but certainly if you're a man that needs the extra support, I mean, come over. I mean, it's, it's just meant to help all of you so that you don't feel like you're alone and trying to accomplish your goals by yourself, that we can do it as a community. It's always stronger as a community. So I hope to see you there. All right, now let's get back onto the episode. So today we are going to talk about this concept of all foods fit. And the reason I wanted to talk about it and just do the reminder is that on this podcast, I want to emphasize or the goal of this podcast is to emphasize that it's trying to find this balance, right? So it's trying to find this idea of balancing your health, your wellness, your self-care so that you can get to a place that you can maintain whatever it is that you want to do forever. And a lot of times I feel like when it comes to food in particular, there's always this um, continuum of being either really strict or really um, out of, or like maybe a feeling of out of control. I personally have been, so I'm a dietitian for over 15 years. I have you know, had many mistakes along my journey of my own journey of, of health. And then also with clients that I've counseled when it comes to nutrition counseling about how to do this. So, you know, I think early on in my career was like doing the whole calorie things. And, but I guess as I kind of, you know, had the experience of counseling more and more people, I realized that there's people that, you know, really follow this ideology of being really extreme. And also during that time, I started to kind of explore this idea of intuitive eating much more than I had ever previously. And I realized that it works. It seems to work really well with my clients and it works well for me as well. So in this idea of intuitive eating, there it's it's just this idea that all foods fit and that you're starting to listen more to these internal cues of how you feel versus the external cues of what is kind of going on around you. So when we talk about all foods fit, I feel like what you're, you know, what you're going to hear probably from your peers or your coworkers or your family or friends are going to be this concept of being like, oh, I can't eat that food. It's bad for me. Or maybe, um, especially if you have a history of any kind of disordered eating, foods that feel safe for you to be around. And then this idea of other foods that are very unsafe for you to be around. Because perhaps that might be a trigger for you or may make you um, in a place that it goes really 
you know, it kind of worsens anything that you have that could be disordered when it's your, when you're surrounding your idea around food. But what I hear a lot, especially now with this whole like paleo and keto trend is this idea of like, I'm eating clean and then assuming that I guess when you're not eating clean, everything that you're supposed to be eating, that you're eating unclean. And so I want to just, you know, to kind of give you some power here is to really talk about this idea of all foods fit, that there is no foods that are good or bad. There's no foods that are safe or unsafe, and there are no foods that are cleaner or uncleaner than is uncleaner word, but unclean foods that all foods can play a role in how you eat. And I know that you're probably like, what the heck is she talking about? But just hear me out, okay? So I feel like this idea, and when we've talked previously, we've done a podcast about different disease states and things like that. And what you're generally going to hear is like these guidelines to follow so that you can get the maximum amount of nutrition that you, um, that your body needs. So that's going to be things. I think the common denominators tend to be things like fruits and veggies and whole grains that those are things that your body needs. Probably also some kind of calcium rich food. Your body needs them in order to, um, to function and to be able to do the things that it needs to do. But beyond that guideline, again, that's a guideline, what works for you and what things and foods you incorporate into what you eat is really dependent upon you. There's going to be lots of different reasons that maybe you can't eat something. And so they could be something like, um, like maybe you have a religious, um, some food that you don't eat because of a religious reason. Perhaps it's because you have some kind of disease state that you can't eat particular foods. So that could be like if you have celiac disease, then obviously you can't eat gluten. You'd have to eat foods that are gluten-free. Um, or if you have an allergy, obviously you can't eat those foods either because it's going to put you into some kind of inflammatory state and you will have a reaction to it if you have a food allergy. So I just wanted to kind of emphasize that, that all foods can fit and play a role in how you eat and that there's no value, there's no moral value or more worthiness if you're eating foods that are good or that you're eating foods that are safe or you're eating foods that are clean. Those are just ways and this versus these ideas and these continuums are probably a way that you grew up, right? So I feel like a lot of the times when we talk about food, it is probably based on um, the foundation of whatever it is, how you grew up, the people that you surrounded yourself with, the community, things you were told, um, social media, magazines that you read. So there's all these things that we develop rules along the way. And the rules may also be based on your previous um, medical history. So if you have a history of disordered eating, sure, you may have more of a continuum in that stream in that you might just have more of a continuum. If you are somebody who, um, who has tried past dieting and you're always in this diet phase where you're always classifying foods as good and bad and clean versus uncleaning, unclean, that's probably really based on your dieting history and things that work better for you. And so I want to reemphasize that all foods fit. Everybody is individual. Um, And again, there are these general guidelines about eating, but that knowing that individually you know better than you, you know better than anyone else what 
works for your life. And so I just want to remind you that this all foods fit mentality is giving you the power to know that you are not a better person if you eat clean and you are not a worse person if you eat bad and you are not a better person if you eat good and a better person when you don't eat good. Because the reality is, is that these are continuums that that are so extreme on each end and there's no real middle ground because perhaps in your life you're going to have times where you eat what you deem as better than other times when you have times that you are eating worse. But that doesn't mean that during that time that you're better during the times that you eat good and that you're a worse person or less worthy when you're eating bad. And so I just want to remind you that food has no moral value. It has no, nobody can say that you're more worthy or less worthy on how you eat. And so you know, this idea of all foods fit really start to have this, um, really starts to focus on this idea of intuitive eating, which is that you're really starting to listen to your internal cues about how you feel. And this idea of being, you know, feeling hunger or or satiated, because that's really what is going to take you and give you what you need to in order to find that balance when it comes to food. Most people I don't think like to have that. Like I know I certainly don't in my life. I've had periods where I feel like I'm eating better and periods when I'm eating worse, right? And that takes a long time, at least it has for me, to kind of undo that. Because internally for me, I feel like there is this value that I have placed that I have learned to place on food. And so again, when we talk about things on this podcast, it's trying to create more of a balance. And probably most of us, myself included, have had a life where we've had no balance. And so this idea of all foods fit is a way to create that balance and that freedom when it comes to food that I know that we're all desiring to have. Because again, it doesn't, having this idea that anything, you can have anything, it fits into anything that you want to do when it comes to food, removes any judgment and any distortion when it comes to food that we're all carrying around in some capacity. Again, the only people that would really have to um, avoid certain foods would be if culturally you can't have those foods, if you have a disease state that prevents you from having a specific type of food because it will worsen that disease state, or if you have an allergy to a particular food. So I just want to give you permission today that if you are in a place that you are feeling this imbalance to have and start to think about ways that you can create more of a balance when it comes to food. And now I'm not saying like, you know, oh, you can go out and do all these things and blah, blah, blah. What I'm saying is, is that there's a way that you can start to listen to what your body is telling you to eat because your body is not going to, it's not going to steer you in the wrong direction. Most of the times when we're being, being steered or we feel like we're off course is because we're not listening to ourselves. We are paying much more attention to the external cues around us. We are listening to whatever it is that's the latest diet or fad trend, or maybe it's what you know, maybe it's what other people are doing and we feel like we have to do that too. Or maybe it's about how we look on the external, on the outside, right? But if we were really to take the time to really figure it out and and to dig a little bit further and take some time and space for ourselves, we could be like, okay, I can start to trust myself. 
All of this isn't something that happens overnight. It's more of a transformation and more of a journey. Um, and so I, you know, for today, cause again, I always like to have some kind of action that you can take in this. I just want you to think about things and foods that you avoid because you think that you can't have them and perhaps, you know, try to think of if there's a way that, especially if you really love those foods and you're depriving yourself of them, if there's a way that you can have that food this particular week and, or this particular day, and just, you know, even if you need to do it in a really um, small way, because you feel like that's what, you know, cause maybe you don't feel that safe when it comes to food and cause you can't trust yourself. And so maybe you start to introduce that food and see if there's a way that you can start to develop that trust. Because the more we, the more we, we continue this concept of good versus bad, the more we're going to find ourselves on each continuum and nowhere in the middle. So the idea is to slowly start to incorporate foods that perhaps you really love that you have been, um, that you've been craving and that maybe you can start to eat that food in a small way, especially at the beginning, maybe it's just a small piece so that you can start to develop that trust with yourself. And then over time, you know, as the more you practice it, like anything, you'll get better and you'll be able to come more into the center of, you know, not having that over and under restriction that you're doing now. And you'll start listening to the cravings that you have, because I think that's another thing that we do is that we deprive ourselves we deprive ourselves and then it ends up being this whole thing that then we're overindulging because we've had the deprivation. So perhaps if we're able to seek a little bit more balance, then that will stop because we won't feel like we have that we deserve something because we are depriving ourselves of it. And so for today, I want you just to kind of think about this idea of all foods fit. And if there's something that you are um, avoiding and if there's a way that you can start to add that back into what you're eating and not to have judgment about it and not to have or feel like you are more enough or more worthy because you're eating in a way that is, um, you know, what you perceive as better. So I, you know, if you need more support, again, at the beginning, I talked a lot about this whole announcement that I have that I will be um, in a Zoom call for six weeks. And I would love for you guys to, I would love to see you guys over there. It will be on Saturday, Sundays, not Saturdays, Sundays, beginning 1128, ending on Sunday, January 2nd. And it's just a way that you have some time to really take some time for yourself and to really figure out what you need for that particular week and a way that you can show up for yourself and be really deliberate in what you want to achieve and be really intentional about how you want to feel that particular week, especially when it comes to your health, wellness, and self-care. So thanks so much for listening today to our Health Tip Tuesday, and I look forward to seeing you on Sunday after Thanksgiving.